This is the Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, as well as your host, Jeremy Allen. He helps small businesses with a big branding approach. Welcome to this week's episode of Big Branding Small Business. And to keep up to date with all the episodes that are released, then hit that subscribe button. And if you've already hit that subscribe button, then thank you. Welcome to another exciting episode of Big Branding Small Business. I'm glad you could join us on this episode as we kind of do a continuation of last week's episode. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, episode 54, where I go in depth about brand archetypes and how you can leverage them for your small business. I go over the 12 different types of brand archetypes, the personalities, the tones, how they speak, how they show up in the marketplace um, or for your brand. So this episode, I'm going to do kind of an extension of that, and I'm going to focus more on tone. The reason being, I was having a meeting with a client, and I had already given him his strategy, and we were just talking about some implementation approaches that he could take with the strategy that I had given him. Now, that's something that I'm working on with a lot of my small business clients, and sometimes they can't afford a full built-out implementation strategy. So I really work with them on how they can take what I've given them and put it into practice on a practical level. For those that aren't aware, a strategy at its core should be at least the mission, the vision, the values, the brand story your visuals as far as your logo whether that's horizontal and vertical and a mark uh, any brand icons any brand patterns anything that is uniquely creative to your strategy so we were focusing more on the language he was like i'm good on how to use the logos where to use the logos how to build things for social media but he's like i'm not fully understanding what i can do with the language that you gave me with my brand story how i can use that on my website and on my social media so we sat down and we read through everything once again and i just showed him some practical ways that he could use this strategy on his website now I do follow the framework of Donald Miller where you've got the three parts that basically you have a problem you define the problem you make it worse you have a solution you show up as the guide and then you both go off into the sunset happily ever after basically making your customer the hero in that last part just to show them the future state so some I've seen in the past can be flowery i used to be that way but i've tried to create more practical uh, narratives through the brand strategy that sound more like the clients that i deal with in most cases so i really just went through this showed him this section could work here this could be here but ultimately it's all about the tone so you listen to the strategy that i gave you and you can detect a certain tone you can detect how you're going to show up to your clients, how you're going to speak to them. So that's really where we want to take some time and focus on it. And so tone actually ties back to the brand archetypes. So like I mentioned earlier, I do recommend that you go listen to episode 54 where I go in-depth about brand archetypes. But just for this podcast purpose, I'll just cover the names of the 12 
brand archetypes so that you can see how they fit into the tone component that we're going to cover in this episode. So in no particular order, I'm going to start with the innocent. Then there's the sage. You have the explorer. You have the outlaw. You have the magician, the hero, the lover, the jester, the everyman, the caregiver, the ruler, and the creative. Now, a lot of those, if you just hear the names, you can probably deduce what kind of personality that they're going to have, what kind of tone they're going to speak in. Just for clarification purposes, we're going to outline some of the tones that each of these characters or archetypes can carry. So with the innocent, it's all about safety. And ultimately, they're seeking something. They're seeking some paradise. And oftentimes, it's about the exploration, sometimes involving spirituality. Now, leading into spirituality, you've got the sage. And the sage is all about wisdom. Again, this still falls under the category where they are seeking something, some adventure, some exploration that they've got to undertake in order to uncover either something about themselves or something about somebody else. Then you have the explorer. The explorer obviously fits into this exploring category perfectly, and the explorer is all about freedom. It's that tone of freedom. And then you have the outlaw. So kind of on the opposite side you've got the outlaw and it's more about liberation than it is about freedom so you could kind of get those two confused if you're not careful but the outlaw as the example i gave in last episode that i did on archetypes was harley davidson they are an outlaw brand and if you think about everything they've ever done since the very beginning, that's where they stand. That's where their brand stand. That's where their founders stood and how they created that brand. Now, moving on to the magician. The magician is all about power. It's about wielding that power. It's about making a mark. It's about leaving some type of legacy, basically. And the same for the outlaw. The outlaw wants to leave a mark on the world. Whether positive or negative, it all depends on the brand. But, ultimately, you want to leave a mark. Now, the hero, for sure, wants to leave a legacy in this world. And the hero's tone is all about mastery. If you're the hero, you show up as the master of whatever it is you need to show up. Whatever category you're showing up in, you are the hero. You are the master of that. And then that is how you speak. Moving on to the lover. Obviously, the lover is all about intimacy. It's about closeness. It's about heartfeltness. It's about building a connection. But this could be anything from a jeweler trying to market to couples, trying to build that connection. They could have that lover tone or all the way down to Victoria's Secrets where it's all about intimacy. It's got a little more sexy and more risque vibe to it. Now, moving on to the jester. The jester is all about enjoyment and pleasure. It's still about building a connection, but it deals more on the lighter things in life. They just want to have fun. They just speak in a fun tone, in a light-hearted tone. Now, the everyman, they just want to belong. They want to build a connection, and they want to belong. They just want to be somewhere in the world where they can make a difference. Now, the caregiver, it's all about structure. It's all about providing a service and providing a structure. That's the ultimate goal for a caregiver. 
They want to care for others, as the name insinuates. They want to be of service to others, and they want to be helpful. Whenever you speak as a caregiver, as the brand archetype, you want it to be helpful. You don't want it to be too quippy or too funny or too rugged. You need it to be clear and structured and helpful. Now the ruler, a little bit different, but still needs structure. It's all about structure. It's all about control. The ruler is someone who exercises dominion over their audience exercises that control and then the creative the creative is all about being innovative but oddly enough the creative is someone who seeks or provides some type of structure a lot of times creatives think of this free-forming almost jester like character but a creative is innovative and provides some type of stability and structure to their audience so as a creative, you can be a little bit of a mix of caregiver, a little bit of a mix of jester. And I think I even covered this in the episode where you want a little sample of each of these to explore. When you are writing copy for your website or writing marketing materials, and the creative is often open to feedback. So if you're a company that's open to feedback, then you might be under that creative category. Now I know I just covered archetypes at a very high level that's why i highly recommend for the third time to go listen to episode 54 where i covered them more in depth and i talked a little bit about tone so how do you find out what your tone is that's a great question that takes time and it takes strategy so if you're a small business and you don't have the budget to hire a strategist to really go through a good workshop so that you can find out how you speak to people, what your personality is, how you show up by answering some very strategic questions. And not a lot of people give these free questions away. I do give a workshop sample on my website that you can go take. And you can even listen to an episode where I run this workshop on one of my clients. So you can kind of find out how I get to the conclusion of some of the things that I present as strategy to this client so that being said feel free to go to nobsbranding.com and download that free workshop template that you can use today and even if you don't have time to do that on your own because i know everything with time and money can be solved then listen to your audience think about the people you serve think about the people you interact with whether it's through email or whether it's through text messaging or whether it's in person Think about those people. How would they perceive you if you were funny and jovial? How would they perceive you if you were serious? How would they perceive you if you wanted to try the outlaw brand? Think about these things as you interact with your customers on a weekly, if not daily, basis. And then you can start taking mental notes of that and you can start to figure out how it is that you want to speak and how it is that you want to show up to your clients, customers, or audience. And now that I've armed you with some of these references to tone and how they tie back to brand archetypes, you probably had a tool available to you that helps define how you're speaking when you're crafting a message. And that tool is Grammarly. I don't know how many of my audience members have ever used Grammarly or do use Grammarly on a weekly basis. 
This is not a paid promotion. I just love it, and I use it all the time because I am more of an artist than I am a writer, and sometimes uh, my sentence structuring is not the best. But admittedly, I lean into Grammarly. It helps me out, but it also tells you how you're speaking. It tells you if you're being funny, and it tells you if you're being serious. It tells you if you're being playful. So if you have Grammarly, lean into that. Craft your messages and let it proof over it to see if the tone matches exactly what you're trying to go for. I'm not going to tell you that this is the perfect solution for all your problems in writing and crafting your brand's tone, but it is a starting point. That's one of the things that frustrates me with a lot of the research that I do is people tell you all these high-level thought processes, but they don't really give you good practical tools and implementation strategies that you can use because the bigger brands do have the budget to afford a designer and a writer and a strategist to craft every nuance of their brand so that they don't even really have to think about it. There's templates for emails and how you write to certain audience members. There are probably so many touch points and nuances within your business that you have never considered before. And if that intrigues you, then I highly recommend checking out the book Designing Brand Identity. This book is literally a textbook and a roadmap of every touch point in every process that you need to consider when you're building out a brand identity for your business. I will admittedly say I do not do everything that this book has, but when I get to a client that has the budget that can afford this time, then I definitely will be leaning into this book to create a roadmap for that client because it is the most thorough and comprehensive guide to date that I know of. I know I rambled on just a little bit, but I hope there were some nuggets that you can take from this episode and put into practice for your business. And to go over a few things, just to reiterate the whole idea behind branding and why you need good branding, it's about creating that consistency. When you speak a consistent way, when you visually show up a consistent way, then it creates that trust and that likability. They get to know you. And the more they know you, the more they trust you. That's how that works. And as I mentioned before, your strategy is your mission, your vision, your values. Those things, the core components of your business, what drives the internal side of things and also the external. Again, I hope you found something in this episode useful. And I thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And I hope you will join me next week on episode... Well, thank you for listening to Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer Jeremy Allen. He helps small business with big branding approach. And as you heard him say, his website is nobsbranding.com.